Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, January 15th, 2019, and it is a beautiful day to get out and do something exciting. I don't know what you're going to do. I know what I'm going to do that's exciting. I am going to walk after work today, and my goal is to get some cardio in three times a week. That's my January goal, three times a week. And that's already proving to be a struggle, but if I'm going to prioritize my health, then that's what I need to do. You know what I'm saying, right? All right. So we will have our quote of the day. And I'm not really sure where we're going to go, but usually the quote will lead us. How is everybody doing? Um, my cousin and his wife just had a baby last week, a week ago, this past Monday, yesterday, and she came home yesterday, and we got the Facebook message saying that it was okay and she can start to have visitors. I am so excited. Oh my gosh, cannot wait, 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 wait to see her. Um, part of me really just doesn't want to wait to do it as a family, because I could go today, but that would be rude. <laughs> So, yeah, babies are evidence that there's still miracles happening every day. Think about it, like all of the cells that grow and, you know what I mean, like awesome. You know, you just don't see that every day. And it's just exciting stuff. So, that's my big news. I'm a cousin again. <laughs> Alright, so, you know the drill, I'm gonna go away for about 10 seconds, and the music, so that we can turn off the music, and just get ready for a, an exciting show, and I just want to thank you, I got a couple pieces of mail yesterday, at my business mail, it's Lisa Buskey, One Sister's Journey. At P.O. Box 261, New Haven, New York, 13121. If you ever want to send a card or a note or whatever. I got a treat. I'm so excited. I received a card and a treat. So I'll explain more about that too. So we'll be back directly. We'll. Alright, there's no we. It's just me. There's no mouse in my pocket. Alright, I will be back directly and I can't wait to talk to you. So get ready, fill up that coffee, jump in the shower, whatever you need to do. You're not going to have time to take a shower. Just go fill the coffee. Okay, here's the deal. Wait until you hear today's quote, and then you'll probably be able to figure out where the direction of this podcast will go. And yeah, I, I was just kind of chuckling as I read the quote on our little break there. And here it is by Albert Einstein. Love Albert Einstein. He has like such wisdom. Quote, the world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. End of quote. Albert Einstein. The world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. 
It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. Albert Einstein. How cool is that? <clears throat> and did anybody else see where this is going? It ties right into my word of the year, renewal, and this new wellness revolution journey that I am on. And Jack Kunkel's message to us all that we, it can't be changed without changing our thinking. And that's what he said. We have to really focus on changing our thinking first. And then, you know, of course, we want to start eating healthier and we want to start making better choices and exercising. And exercise is my challenge. I will tell you that cutting back, not eating the junk. You know, if you give me a good reason, I'm definitely a reason-based chick, but the exercise, I need to figure out how to prioritize getting my exercise in. And I wish I enjoyed driving 20 minutes to Planet Fitness because that's the closest gym to us and, you know, getting cardio in. And I thought about, like, buying a treadmill for the house because I probably, maybe would get on the treadmill right now because of where my mindset is and creating new habits and it would just become that habit. But I'm like, where would we put it? You know, the only place to put it would be in my daughter's room because we have no room. We literally have two bedrooms and then our living room and kitchen are kind of one room and we have a front room. So, you know, space for a treadmill because I'd love to get a treadmill and a bike because my husband likes the bike but we don't even have room in my daughter's room for both of those so I don't know so I gotta figure out and prioritize changing my thinking and doing something about it with getting exercise in getting my cardio in and weights I don't even know like that's not even I mean it's on my radar obviously because we're talking about it but not a priority is probably a better word I would just like to get some cardio in and when the weather's nice, I love going for a walk outside after work. And sometimes, you know, once the weather gets better, I'll walk in the morning with a friend from school and then I walk in the afternoon with my aunt. So I'm getting two walks in. It's upstate New York. It's cold. It's crummy. <laughs> and yes, there are those people that are out running and walking in this. Um, friends of mine posted their picture after their daily run. They had icicles hanging off of them for where their sweat was freezing. Not that dedicated. Nope, 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 nope. We're crazy. However you want to look at it, just not there. <laughs> so, I don't know. But I am going to walk today. That's my exciting news. I'm going to walk after school. On my way home Saturday from the kickoff conference, training, whatever it was, I stopped and bought myself new sneakers. And I'm hoping when my orthotics... Uh, I pick them up next week that they fit in these new sneakers because they fit without them. So I'll, I'll probably wear them without it if they don't because they are comfortable. So I'm praying you can, if you think of it, pray for me that the plantar fasciitis does not flare up. Considering I've been trying to get my orthotics from the doctor since July was my appointment of 2018. It's now January, the middle of January of 2019 and I still don't have orthotics that go in my shoes oh, that's a whole nother story you know I, I think we're really at the mercy of our doctors and it's very very 
frustrating to me. Um, nothing but errors and trouble with these orthotics. And it's not the podiatrist I used to go to. It's his wife because he passed away. And <clears throat> she seemed like a nice enough person. But oh my gosh, four times. The fourth time has to be a charm, right? On these orthotics. And so they called last week and said the orthotics were in. First available appointment is Tuesday the 22nd. I said, I'll take a half day. I don't care. I really need my orthotics. Because that's what kind of started my slope down walking less is because sometimes without the orthotics, it flares up that plantar fasciitis. So, but I'm like at the point I'll just walk through the pain and hope it doesn't get worse. And if it does, I already have a different podiatrist I will be switching to. But because doctors and insurance companies have us coming and going and they make our decisions whether we like it or not, I couldn't go to this new podiatrist that I've heard wonderful things about because if I did, the insurance wouldn't cover the $800 orthotics because I just got them at the other doctor even though I still don't have them because the other doctor can't do it right. That's frustrating to me that I have to endure rotten medical care because I've already paid for the orthotics through the one doctor because that's what you do. You pay when they come in, but they weren't right. And they said, oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm more than disappointed. Um, once I get an orthotic that fits, my files will be getting changed to the new doctor because I'm done. But I don't want to digress. This is supposed to be a happy and uplifting place. <laughs> Living with Lisa, keeping it real. We're supposed to be, I'm supposed to be encouraging and uplifting and motivating. And smack talking a doctor one isn't good. You know, Bible says I should do everything without grumbling or complaining. I guess that means enduring this doctor. You know, and at first I really wrote it off. I knew she just lost her husband. She's trying to get things together. I understand loss just, but, you know, seven months later, and I still don't have what I need medically for my feet. Annoyed. <laughs> I, I said I was moving on. Ah, I guess I didn't move on very well. Oh, I think that's been a life issue. I don't move on very well. So... I don't know. How is everybody doing? Um, a couple people like checked in that they do have their words. They're just not comfortable sharing them on the podcast. And you know what? I love that. You know what? It's okay. Not everybody wants to call into a show. Not everybody wants their personal like goals or motivations or words, their, their thoughts to be public on Facebook or whatever. So Thank you, thank you to those that reached out to me and just said, Hey, Lisa, I'm listening. You know, I'm, I'm working on it. You encouraged me, so thank you very much. And for those of you that are listening that are still kind of figuring out, you know, what should my word be? And that's what, you know, one person said, I don't even know where to begin. How do you pick a word? Like, and I said, all right. Here's the deal. So if you are like this person and you're struggling with figuring out how to pick your word for the year, first of all, just close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths. What's the first word that pops in your head? So let's try it. 
one, two, three. What's the first word that popped in your head? That could be your word for the year. I don't know. And if that seems too simple for you, get a pad of paper and a pen or pencil when you're not driving and it's safe. And just brainstorm a list of maybe goals or just things that you would like to look at this year, you know, whether it be weight loss or reading more, running more, walking more, cleaning the house once a week. I don't know what's your goal. Just, just write down all the things that come to mind that, you know, in a perfect world, if you could do anything, what would you do? Right? So just write it all down. In a perfect world, if time was not a limitation, what goals would you have for this year? Just write them down. Do a brain dump, as they call it. And then go back and look at your list, and something's going to stand out to you. And as you look at that, say, oh, it really all has to do with blank. You fill in the blank. And that's your word for 2019. When you do pick it, I would love to hear from you. Let me know what it is. Maybe even how you chose your word. Uh, Like I said, I have mine hung up at the table where I do the podcast. And, you know, I do like my work from. I have it over my refrigerator. Not over my refrigerator. Over my sink so that I can be reading my word and my Bible verse for the year while I do the dishes. I have my word for the year on my whiteboard. You know, we all know I like my whiteboard. You know, why don't you do that? Put it where you can see it, where you can own it. Another great place is the bathroom where you brush your teeth. That's another great place to put it because you really want to own it. And part of what I'm doing right now is we need to do a positive affirmation three times a day and I'm thinking oh this could be challenging and I'm like but wait I figured it out last night as with creating any new habit you gotta figure out and um Jack Kunkel I know you're gonna hear his name a lot so get used to it at least for the next six weeks had said you know you want to make it easy it needs to be convenient or we're not going to be successful because that's the way society is it needs to be convenient so yesterday I was trying to figure out where am I going to get in this last positive affirmation and I have my positive affirmation from the class tied in with my bible verse so I do one and then the other because they fit and I love the way that works God's so cool and I'm like oh I got it because you read, we read it um, four times. And so what I did is, so I have it printed out and I'm going to laminate it on my laminator. While I was putting on my eye makeup remover and my Noxzema last night, I did it twice. So while looking in the mirror, and I'm going to post it right up next to my mirror so I can read it while I'm, you know, putting on cold cream, whatever you want to call it, and my Noxzema. And I read it once. And then I read it out loud again 
because I like to let the Noxzema sit on my face and really work and open up those pores. First of all, Noxzema is probably hundreds of years old and it's fabulous. I, I am an Avon representative and I still prefer Noxzema to wash my face. I love it. And, the, you know, there's other uses for Noxzema besides like cleaning your face. So, but that, I digress. So I read it once while putting on my Noxzema and my eye makeup remover. I read it once to give my Noxzema time to get in and really open up my pores. And then I'm going to hang another one in the bathroom next to the bathroom mirror. And then I read it again out loud as I washed my face and I washed off that makeup and I was truly like cleaning off that layer of ugh. And I thought about it, you know, yeah, physically I'm taking off my makeup, right? That's what I was doing. But by saying my positive affirmation in my Bible verse, as I was cleansing my face, it really was like a, like a deeper cleanse to my soul. And that was pretty cool. So that was my third time. And so after I let my face dry, I went back and put on my face cream, you know, the moisturizer. I did it the fourth time while I was putting the moisturizer on and took, you know, a few deep breaths each time and it was fabulous. And I'm like, this could work for me. That's convenient. How can I get my positive affirmation in at night as I'm cleaning my face? And it's going to become a part of who I am because I wash my face every night. That's cool stuff. And the same thing for the morning. I can do it while I'm moisturizing and putting on my makeup. That's my first one. And I'm contemplating putting one in my car just so that I have it. I don't know. So it's finding that time for the third one. But I have a time for two out of the three that is convenient and it's working and it's just going to flow and become a part of, you know, my breathing per se. So kind of neat stuff. So you got to make it convenient. So, I don't know. That's Does that help anybody out there, I hope? Alright, it is Tuesday. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. And I just want to thank you for listening. Next Monday, we will have a guest on the podcast, Eileen W. Miller. She's an author, speaker. And that leads me into the packages in the mail. Last week, we had Jeanette Lavelle. Oh my gosh, Lavelle. And she shared about, you know, her books and whatnot. And she said, I'm going to mail you a stop the clock. And she did. And Jeanette, thank you. Thank you so much. I was so blessed. So I stopped at my P.O. box because that's where my business mail goes to. Is to Lisa Busky. P.O. Box 261, New Haven, New York, 13121, if you want to send me a card. And I promise I'm going to be better. And now you'll understand why. So I stopped because I knew I had this book coming from Jeanette. And I opened my P.O. Box and I said, oh my gosh, this is stuffed. I said, I don't ever get mail up here. And the postmaster kind of chuckled and said, yeah, you know, you haven't been in for a few months. And I said, has it been that long? I had a card from October 18th in my um, P.O. box from Elaine W. Miller, who's going to be guesting on the show next week. And I'm like, 
Oh my gosh. And it was a beautiful thank you note and a Duncan card. So Elaine, if you're listening, you are too, too sweet. And I apologize. So I am going to reach out to her and send her a note on Facebook and tell her thank you and ask her forgiveness. But, you know, I have my P.O. box and it's fun. So I told the postmaster, I said, okay, I need to start getting here at least once a month or maybe every two weeks. I used to go once a week, very scheduled. And I don't, you know, once the book release and stuff was over, I wasn't there as much. And in all honesty, like their hours, they've cut down their hours and it's kind of a pain in the tuchus. But, you know, the government's trying to shut down all the smaller P.O. boxes and make us go to the bigger ones. But I'm not getting on that soapbox. So I'm like, I need to get here more often. I'm really sorry. He goes, you think? You know, he's just a funny guy. So thank you to Jeanette and to Elaine because I had blessings in my mailbox and that was fun. And I knew the book was coming and still was like excited like a kid at Christmas. And it was unexpected by the note from Elaine and I need to beg her forgiveness because she probably thinks I'm so rude for not acknowledging it back in October. (laughs) So I'm going to check my mail more often. But it is time to get this day started. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. Make a memory, do something to encourage someone else. And if you like what you hear, if you're listening through Anchor, hit the message button, give me a call. Because sometimes I wonder, am I really talking to myself? You know, the numbers say people are listening, but are you really? Leave a comment on Facebook. You can email me, livingwithlisa.keepingitreal at gmail.com. Visit my website, lisambusky.com, and I have ways you can contact me on there. I would just love, love to hear from you, and in case you didn't know, you might think it's not a big deal if you reach out and let a podcast know you're listening, but it does. It encourages us to keep on going so that we don't think we're just talking to our pets or ourselves into space. All right, everybody, have a great day. This is Lisa. It's Tuesday, January 15th, and it's a great day to make a memory, encourage somebody else, and be a better version of you. I'm living a year of renewal, and I'm moving forward and put my feet on the ground to do this. What's your word? Are you doing it? All right, I'll catch you tomorrow, Wednesday. Bye.